0: Welcome back, everybody. I hope you guys are having a fantastic Tuesday morning. Uh, In today's Just Talking episode, I'm going to cover a few things. It's been a very long morning. I'm quite irate, uh, very, very pissed off. And we'll probably talk a little bit about that, too. It might all just tie in together towards the end. Uh, In this episode, we're going to talk about uh, some of the issues in cannabis, uh, the the issues as an industry. Um, it, it may tie into some other industries as well that are uh, up and coming, but there's, uh, there's very real impacts that affect you ultimately. And it may not seem like it at first, but it all trickles down naturally. That is cause and effect. The first article here, as you can see the headline, New Jersey legalized weed a year ago, and there's still some confusions about random drug testing. Uh, This is not something that has been addressed yet. And I believe uh, it has more to do with uh, federal policy, but uh, we'll dive into the article and see, you know, what are these confusions about? What, you know, uh, what, what are people struggling with? Um, Because state laws don't necessarily um, overrule federal laws. I guess there's some kind of common sense there that's being missed. We'll dive into the article and talk about it. The second one, as you can see here, is USA Today talking about how current laws for cannabis are affecting Americans, you know, uh, impacting us negatively. And I can't deny that. That's most certainly possible. Now, to dive in, a little deeper about some of my troubles, and thank you for listening in advance. I know it's not your problem, but uh, you may have faced this shit too. So, uh, this morning, I tried to go through my uh, Bank of America drive-through ATM to pull out change from my register. It used, you know, it used to provide dollars and fives. It doesn't. It doesn't do this anymore. And I was uh, blown away because it was a very, very good uh, service to have. Um, don't understand the logic of removing dollars and fives from the atm machines um maybe it's a capacity issue but nobody gave me an answer as to why it was removed it just came from the higher ups i guess uh so i parked and i tried another walk-up atm nothing i go around to see if i can get inside a huge line of like 10 people this is ten thirty a.m i'm like great once again covid uh fucking us over with one thing or another. Uh, banking services usually take so much time. Uh, people going up to do basic shit like cashing checks or um, just stuff you can do either by mobile, through the app, online, whatever. Uh, so, you know, that's a separate issue. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to get on anybody's case for that. Uh, but as I'm, you know, waiting in line, I'm thinking like, you know, how long is this going to take 30 minutes, an hour of waiting just to get some change when this was easily solved through the, you know, ATMs outside. And we're obviously reducing a lot of uh, issues for consumers. As a small business, I don't have 30 minutes to waste on something like this, man. God damn it. So eventually when I got inside, they renovated. It looks totally different. It's all to accommodate the social distancing and uh, the current fucking restricted restrictive policies around um, the situation the whole world is in. Eventually, it was my turn. I got my change, got enough so I don't have to fucking go back for a while, but um, just didn't, I I don't understand the logic of this. Helping us small businesses um, by saving time and expediting you know the access to some of these things i just don't i don't know if i'll even stay with them anymore this was the nail in the coffin the first one was uh getting denied for ppp loans three times uh without um any reason i was not given any reasons and i have those emails uh that really pissed me off because as we were hearing every you know every week, uh, somebody's getting caught for fraudulently obtaining a PPP loan. I'm like, how did these motherfuckers even get this? How did this slip through the cracks where I have o- o- nearly a decade or more in history uh, as a business plus a uh, an account, a banking account for 15 years with the same bank? And they're telling me they can't approve me. So that was incredibly annoying. Um, but this really, really did it for me now. Thanks for listening. I know, uh you probably don't care, but if this has happened to you for one reason or another, and I've seen other fucking problems, uh, like six months ago, they're closing credit cards down, uh, in, you know, uh, just in mass. Don't know if you experienced that, but these are supposed to be the same people that are going to facilitate, uh, banking services for cannabis. You know, for all you cannabis uh, businesses out there, you're warned there's serious, uh, serious issues with these banks. Um, Don't know if you uh, don't know if you should trust them with your money, your hard earned money. So we'll dive into the first article. I'm going to share the screen with you right now. So first up, we've got a year after New Jersey legalized weed. There's still confusion over random drug testing. I mean, again, what kind of confusion? All right. What what is it saying? The delayed opening of New Jersey's adult cannabis marketplace is not the only uncertainty one year after the state legalized adult use cannabis. Wow. So they're even having delays in opening the marketplace, having stores pop up. The workplace is also mired in confusion over random drug testing, specifically what to do with current employees and potential new hires who test positive for cannabis. Under the new law, employers can still conduct random and pre-employment drug tests for weed use and still uh, and can still ban cannabis use at work, which is understand you don't drink at work. So don't smoke weed at work. They cannot fire discipline or refuse to hire someone solely because the result is positive, but they can always make another excuse. I mean, we uh, you know. Long history of discrimination, folks, in the workplace. To enforce their rules, they must have a certified workplace impairment recognition expert witness impaired behavior by an employee and a positive drug test indicating presence of cannabis in a person's system. But employers say they are at a loss as the new law hits one year mark on Tuesday, I guess today, even as regulators miss a target date to open the market. It's largely because of a court flight over those impairment experts Uh, matters of management LLC advises employers HR managers and business owners said legalizing recreational cannabis has thrown many of her clients for a loop especially those who must ensure their workers are not impaired such as in warehousing commercial license drivers manufacturing contracted with uh, the pharmaceutical industry in quote if you go on site you have to have a background check and a random drug test at these companies so what do you do now that we've legalized cannabis on the recreational side as well? And what does it do now for n- new hires? My clients are really feeling the pressure and feeling the confusion around this situation. Well, yeah, I can imagine that, uh, especially in very, very um, restricted uh, job sectors, manufacturing for sure, warehousing, uh, forklift drivers, uh, commercial drivers, transport. Yeah, it, um it most certainly can be confusing if you're an employer, but, but the same rules would apply in the sense that your employees don't come to work drunk, hungover, et cetera. I mean, hopefully not, especially uh, those in serious positions. Um, they wouldn't do so. They know not to do so. If they did, they understand the consequences. Um, you know, why are we splitting hairs? This is kind of obvious. I think that uh, people coming high to work, it's going to be quite evident that they might be um, impaired in some way. And at some point, just like what we have seen uh, with technology that uh, that some companies developing for being able to quantify how high you are. So the um, I, b- I believe it's a uh, Some kind of helmet, some kind of skull cap that you can wear. It shoots beams into your brain um, and it measures the oxygen in in the blood or the blood flow to the brain. That's what it does. Maybe that's something that they can use at the workplace as well to see if somebody is uh, actually high or if they're sober, but they smoked weed last night. Don't understand the the um, the real issue here. I, I you know I can simplify it in this way. Employers, large ones, maybe they can't simplify it in this way. Uh, looking for more legal clarity, uh, maybe from a from a federal jurisdiction, maybe from the local jurisdiction. Uh, it's a tough it's a tough call, but that's kind of how I see it. Uh, if you have any thoughts you know, leave them down below. You're always welcome. And I'll always respond. Um, It's interesting to hear people's perspectives or, uh, you know, their experiences within their respective states. Every state is different. And this is something that will have to be answered at some point. It's kind of ridiculous. We're at this uh, juncture. and, um, And that kind of leads us into the next article. Relating to how can, you know, cannabis laws now that has existed for a while continue to have, uh, impact us negatively. Uh, that being one of them, right? Random drug tests, uh, whether you get hired or don't get hired b- uh, because of uh, a positive testing, uh, which again is at the sole discretion of the person uh, in charge of doing the hiring. Uh, they can always say it's for other reasons. They don't have to say because you tested positive for cannabis. That's kind of obvious. I mean, um, That, uh, you know, that individual holds a lot of uh, power in that position. So it's just their word against yours. And if it even, you know, if it even gets to court uh, for either um, not, you know, uh, getting dismissed as a candidate for cannabis, and that's your argument uh, in court or whatever. Uh, I don't want to get into the legalities, particularly. So... What are some of these things that are affecting us? Let's dive into that article. So the headline here, our outdated cannabis laws put Americans in danger. It's past time for federal cannabis reforms. The simple truth is that continued federal cannabis prohibition is neither tenable nor the will of the American electorate a former Marine working as a cannabis dispensary security guard dreamed about becoming a police officer. That dream never came true in 2016. Travis was shot and killed during a robbery at work. Tragically crimes like the one that Travis, uh, that took Travis's life aren't uncommon because why did this happen? Because the federal government can't get out of its own way under federal law institutions, providing financial services to legitimate state legal Cannabis businesses are subject to criminal prosecution. Credit card companies won't process transactions from dispensaries. Most banks won't give loans or allow state legal cannabis businesses to open accounts. This forces a lot of these businesses to operate in all cash, making them and their employees sitting ducks for violent robberies. So fucking true. And we saw a lot here uh, in Southern California the past year. So the Safe Banking Act is what they continuously talk about, that they want to pass. And again, that ties into financial institutions like Bank of America, who really pissed me off today. Um, uh, How is it going to be conducted exactly, even if it is passed? So to date, the House of Representatives has passed the Safe Banking Act uh, uh, six times, largely on a bipartisan basis. The recent standalone version passed with 106 Republican uh, voting in support yet the Senate won't act by refusing to take up incremental reform bills like safe banking. Congressional leadership is perpetuating federal cannabis prohibition and allowing the unsustainable patchwork of federal and state cannabis laws to fester. This lack of parity not only threatens public safety and industry access most often for minorities and small businesses. It also prevents research and burdens the the creation of federal revenue. Right. You know, I'm sure they're definitely worried about the money they're losing. So we've, fallen behind the times as it says here while americans remain trapped in antiquated canada's policies other countries including uk canada south korea germany and israel have modified their laws to allow for varying degrees of legality and medical research i'm surprised about south korea i didn't know um i didn't know they had done something like that i would think they're pretty strict uh biden's low approval rating well we all know he's asleep so we don't have to worry about that. In the United States, cannabis remains a Schedule One; It's federally prohibited uh, for medical purposes and more highly regulated than synthetic opioids like fentanyl, which killed more than 55,000 Americans in 2020 alone. And that is probably a statistic that I would uh, want to maybe dive into, see, like, how accurate is that? I guess it could be more, right, if it's not identified Yet, in true bureaucratic hypocrisy, the federal government has held a patent on medicinal cannabis since 2003. Oh, of course they do. If you're among the dwindling 32% of Americans who don't approve of federal cannabis reforms, you might assume its prohibition hinders its overall production, keeps it off the streets, and prevents it from falling into the hands of children. But you are sadly mistaken, my friend. We give police their power. We have a moral duty to hold them accountable. Yes, we also make sure they get paid. Continued federal prohibition incentivizes illegal and unsafe production, just as alcohol prohibition did 100 years ago. Illegal grow operations often outcompete legal producers because they're not being taxed, and we've talked about that. Uh, Thankfully, legalizing cannabis is no longer the divisive issue it once was. An overwhelming uh, 91% support Medical or recreational, and that's just the people. Good luck convincing your politicians. Uh, I'm sure it'll happen at some point. It is going to happen. Let's just hope it's favorable to us and not to uh, the conglomerates, to the uh, politicians who privately invested in very specific companies. Uh, how should we move forward? The federal government needs to respect the will of states and have enacted varying forms of legality and prepare for an in- inevitable end to prohibition. So simultaneously Congress should help States and localities remedy the disproportionate consequence of cannabis criminalization. More than 14 million Americans suffer from cannabis related arrests records that occurred over the past 20 years. God damn. Yet today, Americans in 18 States have legal access to recre- recreational cannabis and Possibly some of these people out of the 14 million over the 20 years are probably still doing time for something cannabis related. And, you know, this goes on and on and on, but I'm going to stop the article there and just say, um, I'm just going to speak my mind. You know, there's a lot of issues with this, um, the, the current system of uh, regulating drugs we know the drug war has failed, but also perpetuated in other ways. There's a lot of money, a lot of money for many different agencies uh in law enforcement uh that would not want the war on drugs to end because that means their funding will end. That's a reality. Uh a reality that um isn't necessarily always on the surface. People don't may not think that uh that far, but that is an issue. Um, ultimately these are just some things, some of the things they mentioned there, those are just some things that are affecting us on a daily basis. And, um, will most certainly have negative impacts on our future. If we just, uh, make the wrong move or make no move at all, right. Um, making some kind of decision now and working on the reform over time. I, you know, I said this before in a video uh, comparing legalization versus decriminalization and like what the differences are. But a very simple solution to this problem is blanket uh, policy on a federal level across the nation decriminalize. That's it. You, you know, you're holding, you're traveling, you're holding less than an ounce of weed on you. As long as you're not high, you're free to go. You're not doing anything illegal. You know, but, Um That's fair enough. Uh, Sure, maybe an ounce isn't enough, but you can play around with those numbers. But the idea is just simply making it that simple. No fucking confusion. You can travel between states with it. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's very troubling that our leaders who are supposed to be professionals at, uh, I don't know, whatever they do, um cannot really come to some decision here perhaps it's all theater as it's always been i don't know what do you guys think leave them down below i'm gonna cut it there because i've got other work to do and um, i'll catch you guys on the next one